0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WLG Discussion Lab podcast, a platform initiated by Wailing Gallery, where we share insights and hold conversations surrounding contemporary art. Hi everyone and welcome to the WLG podcast. In this 19th episode, our gallery director Lim Weiling will be talking to contemporary Malaysian artist Ivan Lam regarding his illustrious journey as an artist. Unafraid to take risks and never content to lean on the familiar, Ivan is constantly posing himself new challenges with new techniques and mediums, taking his art practice to the next level each time. In doing so, he has evolved into an artist of critical acclaim who is answerable only to himself, consistently striving towards conceiving and actualizing new concepts and ideas. Through this podcast episode, we would like to ask Ivan to share about the evolution in his practice and his reasons of creating each series. This conversation will be divided into three episodes, in this first chapter, Ivan Lam will talk about his early artworks, especially his silkscreen and lightbox series that marked his return back to Malaysia after residing in the US. The conversation will highlight his mixed media on canvas work, 9-11, made in 2001, as well as the last series of his silkscreen works, the CMYK series, which he did in 2005. Without further ado, let's welcome Wei Ling and Ivan, and we hope that you enjoy this conversation.
1: So, you know, Ivan Lam, for those of you who do not know, um, is probably one of Malaysia's most prominent contemporary artists. Um, He's been practicing for more than, well, coming to almost 27 years. I, I mean, I dare not even say 30, but yes, 27 years. And, you know, obviously, Ivan... Today we're going to go back to the beginning of the proverbial book, so that you know you guys can get an understanding of where Ivan's career started and where he started as an artist, and how he has evolved and developed to where he is today, 27 years later. So Ivan, you know, I know you. Were, you know, you studied in the States, you came back from Maine, and then, you know, um, you were. Confronted with the Malaysian art scene at that time, what 1997, Seven. 97, 98, yep. and then I know you did. You went in and you did. Um, you were participating in some group shows, mm. and you were showing silk screen and light boxes.
2: Yeah, we started with the um, we started with the silk screen first. Uh, it was something that I brought back um, from the states. i um, learning the skill to do it. Um, so that was the the threshold. Should I say the entry? Requirement than for myself, up. Uh, it's just to bridge between what's happening in the states, uh being there for four years and then coming back, um, so it's a transitional period. I think the light box series is when really, things, that I took it on my own to do something that's, to say, haven't been done. I think the ego was, was quite big that you came back from overseas and you, you want to make a splash, um, with the silk screen series
1: and so i know that i mean at that time obviously um all those years ago i mean the, the malaysian scene art scene was still very conservative right i mean you know the, how were those light boxes uh how were they how were they um how did people receive yeah. how were they received by general audiences who came to the show and you know I mean what were you what were you saying in the light boxes actually
2: people are still very really hung up uh making paintings uh, mixed media paintings um So I want to to take it to another level as in um, hasn't been done before. But it was a good um, practice right at the beginning of my career as an artist. Um, The show, to me itself, right, was one thing that I wanted to do for a long time. But it wasn't received. People don't know what to make of it. Mm. I guess I was like ahead of the curve or too ahead of the curve to use the word avant-garde loosely it wasn't avant-garde in my sense but when it comes to the context you put in right it's just so far ahead that people did not know what Mm -hmm. to make out of it is it a light is it a painting is it both what what is it how is it art right yeah how is this art right how do you breach from advertising to something functional and to art so it was like breaking a lot of boundaries for me back then mm. but for people they still want to stick it within their own set categories it shouldn't be this it shouldn't be that
1: Absolutely. i mean it's breaking those down right yeah. i think at the end of the day but i think as a young artist mm. right you know where did those i mean after the light boxes i mean mm. did, what did you do did you continue with light boxes or did you then move into an, another area of practice or technique i mean how did you? How did it go from light boxes mm. maybe back to silk screens? Mm, silkscreens, okay. screens
2: and, and paintings? So the transition was, it 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 didn't happen as a as a one off. Back then, it it it's like dealing with so many things at that time, right? Mm. Dealing with um, failure, dealing with um, not be able to sell any of the work, dealing with not getting any recognition. You know, it it was good for that, but for for an artist himself, right? To to not um get what you want. Uh, to not get what way you're so. gonna go your yeah, yeah. way you gonna go after this. So it was a lull and it was like rejigging the whole concept about maybe you went too far. Um or maybe you didn't go far enough. Hmm. So what are you gonna do? So the next series right of work it was a it was a game plan that was put in place. Maybe you dial it back, but that you can still say what you want to say. Hmm. Right? But in a sense that not compromising your values by making the, still making the world that you want to make.
1: Mm, yeah. mm. I mean, that's very important, I think, mm. for artists to stick to or stay true and not compromise on their vision, right? Mm. To, you know, to continuously, I mean, people may not accept it, mm. but as you say, you you find another way to approach it. Mm. Yeah, so I know from you then explored the silk stream for quite a number of years and you were talking about a lot of... Um, I mean, the key issues that were happening in the world at the time. Mm. I know that. I mean, there were the, the some outsta- works that stand out for me from that body of work were perhaps the nine eleven pieces. Maybe you want to elaborate a little bit about the nine eleven work.
2: Yeah, of course. When when nine eleven actually took place in America, New York, I was I was I was there, um, and it it leaves such a such a great impression that it's like how how do you the world change mm. everything changes from that that that, from that moment yeah, until, yeah onwards. and i just want to capture that part you know when you just got back and the feeling is so fresh that it could have happened when you were there actually right mm. so that that whole time continuum has totally shift when you're back but yet you have this affinity towards a country that you just want so I just want to capture that um, so much in in a body of work, and that body of work, right, span like I think fifteen or twenty works. Oh wow!
1: Was that series? Yeah. Correct. It was a whole series, whole right? Series, correct. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I, remember, I mean, it's yeah. Those were those really sort of have left a searing sort of um, image on my mind from the from your from your wide array of works. Um, and so then, from the silkscreen, I know you know you've always said that is in pushing the technique, right? Yep. Like, so the silkscreen was just pushed from one level to the next. It just got more and more complex. And I know you said, mm. like, you suddenly one day you did a life-size car, and you mm. know, in in, in silkscreening a life-size car, it's mm. like breaking it down into different several panels, and then yep. also in making sure that the lines oh, in that yep. car line up. And Correct. I mean, maybe you can expand a little bit about that, Ivan. I mean, you know, just in so that people can understand, like. In your in your development or in your exploration of a particular medium or technique it's not about just oh I'm just going to use silk screen and then that's that's there's a full stop there no it's taking the silk screen and pushing it again and again to a point where you can't push it anymore right yeah. okay so I mean I know that the last series in the silkscreen was the CMYK mm. right um, and I recall the actually it was the first time that we started working together properly mm. because I know I invited you to do <laughs> <The first laughs> a group show with yes. us I mean I had been pursuing Ivan for a long time and it it, it just didn't happen but um, it was I know it was we had we we're just opening our gallery and um, it was two thousand and five. We were opening our gallery in Brickfields. It was we had moved, just moved there, we had finished the renovations and we had an exhibition called 18 at 8. And I invited Ivan and he said yes. And I was over the moon, like, Fantastic. This is so great. And Ivan sent a work in. Beautiful mistake. This this painting was called The Beautiful Mistake. And on it it was written, I'm so this should have been perfect, but it yeah, isn't isn't that mm. it is that is not it is not perfect. Yeah. So maybe you can expand it a little bit, Ivan, about the CMYK series and how you got there.
2: Yeah. So when the whole screen take place, um, it has become a I wouldn't say it's an exhaustive list of things that you can you can you can do with it. But I felt that I reached the end of that that particular journey where you can mimic a machine, where you become the human printer that you can you can you can print colors and it becomes so real, uh, where every single dot. You know. So I was mimicking the CMYK process of. Uh, how people print things in newspaper how people print things in t-shirts and all so i have become that machine and i thought that when you reach that level um where you have erased Mm. your own signature there wasn't any more strokes there wasn't any more mistakes there Mm. wasn't any more nuances that you can see through yours it has become so perfect that um every dots line up perfectly Mm. so Mm. so i have taken yeah yeah, out of the the creation
1: yeah exactly Mm. The maker is no longer almost mm. it's almost no longer there,
2: yeah. right? In the sense, but. so it's it's kind of annoying that you deliberately take yourself out of the equation. So in a way that it's like you saying that you know it's okay. It's time to call it for <laughs> the yeah, relinquish that you know that someone else or something else do it for you.
1: Okay, but I think in terms of the in terms of the CMYK, if you look at it, it is really what it stands for is actually CMYK is actually the actually the four letters. That um, form the mainstay for um, offset printing, um, printing of magazines, books, and so on and so forth. So it's cyan, um, magenta, yellow, and K, K is black, black, right? Typical. So using just those four colors in dots, if you can imagine, Ivan silk screened those four colors it, using tiny dots, almost like to look like pixels, to create this CMYK series. So when you look at it, it looks like a really low definition um, print of a, large pink, of a large image. However, it was all done by hand. It was, not, it was not digitally printed. And so when Ivan sent me that beautiful mistake, what he told me, and that stayed in my mind, and it stays in my mind, resonates in my mind till today, that is with every perfect work that he showed for the CMYK series, there were no less than eight or ten pieces where he had made a mistake, and he discarded that yeah. particular work, even if it was almost seventy or eighty percent completed. So the beautiful mistake was the one canvas that he retained, and he to show his process. Yeah. yeah. So you know it, the CMYK was actually a turning point um, in Evelyn's career because it um, at the end of that it was the end of the silkscreen for him because he said he had come to a point where he could not push um, the, the technique any further. There were no more challenges. He had no more challenges. He, he had exhausted everything that he had, he had, he had found through the silkscreen. screen.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was our gallery director, Lim Weiling in conversation with artist Ivan Lam on his early practice. To continue listening to the artist sharing, please check out our next episode. See you soon thank you for listening to our podcast on our next episodes we will be sharing more topics related to art and collecting so be sure to follow us to find out more see you